time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I am Jose. And I'm Angel. Wow, your mic sounds pretty hot, brother. Uh, Because I'm hot, Holmes. (laughs) Welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel as we broadcast live from Theo Luis's garage. Again, because we're loyal to you guys and we appreciate you guys and girls being loyal to Los Cuates también. It's all right if you mess around a little bit, though. (laughs) <laughs> I ain't jealous Share it with us And and you can share it by calling to 626-275-TWIN That's 626-275-TWIN You can call in any time throughout the show Because, you know, we'll tolerate you <laughs> Anyway, you know, you could also catch us If you are listening to us live right now And aren't a Facebook friend, then you got to Look for us on Facebook We are Twin Talk Show And on uh, Twitter, we're also Twin Talk Show on Twitter, yes. Yes. And remember that you can always subscribe to our podcast. Every one of our live shows are um, archived for podcast on our webpage at twintalkcast.com and... On iTunes, because we are... <laughs> What's that little pregnant pause? <laughs> on iTunes, because we are iTwins, just search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, and you can get us on your Apple gadget of choice. An Apple gadget of choice. It sounds like something a t- teacher would have. Um, you know, an Apple for a teacher and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? Anyway, we are live now from Theo Luis's garage. And you know what? I want to remind you, since we were talking about the podcast, uh-huh. listen to our shows, our previous shows. Last week, we had a fantastic show on our show um, as a guest here at Theo Luis's garage from HGTV's House Hunters. Suzanne Wong. Suzanne Wong was on our show. She's great. Great, funny, uh, touching, and uh, and she gave us a little... Uh, uh, she shared with us her punk rock song, To Cleanse Us All. And you know what? Well, a that's lot not of, the name of it, but that's the effect of it. A lot of people <laughs> do, do not know that she is a comedian because they saw her for almost almost 10 years on, on, um, on HGTV's... Um, What's it called again? House Hunters. But, you know, she is a comedian. And she also is uh, some kind of a spiritual teacher. She's a minister. Uh-huh. And she brought that vibe to the show. Everybody, everybody, go to our archives, or it says previous podcast. And what's the title of it? It's called uh, Colonics and Grammar or something like that. <laughs> a Conversation with Suzanne Wong. Check it out. It's pretty dope. She's got some really cool stuff to say. Good vibe, and uh, I think you guys will dig her if you don't already. <laughs> She's cool people to dig. And you know what? Go on her website at Suzanne Wong. It's S-U-Z-W, I mean, S-U-Z-A-N-N-E-W-H-A-N-G. She's got some cool stuff on that. Yeah, and but, then and then on every single one of our shows, at the end of the show, at is the uh, Chill Lounge. So you guys can always tune in and listen live to the Chill Lounge or 
if you need a little chillness, uh, check out our podcast anytime, anywhere. Like I tell everybody, um, when you listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, it's like a workout. You got to warm up a little bit, and that's our shout outs and our hellos. You got to warm out and stretch, and then you get into the thick of the workout where you're sweating and all kinds of body fluids are just squirting out of every orifice that you can think of because it's such an orgasmic thing and such a heavy workout. And then at the end, you got to cool down. And so you listen to the very end because my brother has every week his own type of logic. <laughs> no, it's the chill lounge. It's, and called, it's not mine. It's just uh, uh, it's called the chill it's lounge. words to share, uh, to ponder in the state of chill. Well, it's my brother. You don't have to be sweaty. You could, you know, drink a beer or smoke a doobie and listen or not <laughs> or not. <laughs> Thoughts and opinions that my brother uh, propagates during the chill lounge are not necessarily the same thoughts and opinions that are endorsed by Jose. But hopefully they're not my thoughts. Hopefully I'm I'm channeling uh, well, eternal thoughts. Jose. Anyways, long story <laughs> short, listen all the way to the end for my brother's chill lounge because it really you really do need to cool down after our <laughs> show. But today we have a fantastic show coming up. Today from the Cineverse.com. Cineverse spelled as in cine, cinema for films. The geniuses from the Cineverse.com, Mr. Cordell Crisman and Dave Brown, are going to be here talking about all the summer movie hits and misses. They're pretty dope. They got this internet uh, Cisco and Ebert thing, but for today. Yeah, it's, it's way they're not They're not sitting in a, in a, in a theater. Or, you know, they're basically... In the new, what what would you call it? In the internet age, these guys are owning it. Yeah, and fresh, you know, new, and one of them's a twin, and I'm aimed to find out which one it is when they come in. We will find out which one of them is not just part of they're, the universe. They're not twins because if you see the video that we posted on there, well, as no, I was saying, we, we, we will find out which one of them is not just part of the universe, but also part of Twiniverse. And um, yes, and you know, well so, put. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we gotta let them know that. If they're in a Cineverse, their Cineverse is part of our Twiniverse. But anyways, we're going to have them on. And as you know, we had a terrible, terrible event going on in the Middle East this this last weekend. And uh, to help us sort of sort it out, a friend of mine who's a TV journalist and a Middle East expert, Lisa Deftari. You've caught her on um, Fox News Channel and uh-huh. uh, on uh, several other radio shows and television shows. She will call. Uh, we're going to have a phone call with her, and she's going to give us help us kind of sort out what's going on over there. Right on. We had a very tragic weekend, and uh, we'll be talking to her. She is from lisadaftari.com, and um, stay tuned for that. Right on, right on. Also today, we un- unfortunately, uh, Jonesy isn't here, but check it out. As always, when Jonesy's out, JC's in. And JC's going to be doing our current <laughs> events today, right, J- uh, JC? Yes, I am. <laughs> She's so mellow. Jackie. Yes. Um, do you prefer Jackie over JC? Oh, I'm okay with either. That's a good question because I never asked. I just started no, calling JC. <laughs> I said, Jackie Casas, you want me to use that? That's cool. Okay, we'll use Jackie Casas. Jackie Casas is Only perfect. I can call her JC. <laughs> Jackie Casas is going to be here doing current events in a little while, and uh, she's, as always, um, insightful and fun. Okay? Thanks so, for being here. Thanks for being here. Right now, it's time for the shout-outs. Shout outs to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're done. No, first of all, I want to give a shout out to a set of twins 
The twins are Jessica and Jennifer Izago. They're over in uh, Rolling Heights at the Heights. At the Heights, huh? Yeah, they uh, they grew up with my girls, my girls, my kids, uh-huh. not just friends. And uh, also a shout out to Ray K, Rachel over at uh, Joe's Great American Bar and Grill, and she is a multiple in, as well. She's a triplet. She's an identical triplet. Come on, this is this is not an accident. It's not an accident. No. The, the the Twiniverse brought us together. It's synergizing right now. Okay, <laughs> it's it's what you'll see uh, in 2012. That's what everyone's speculating on. They're it's all synergizing. <laughs> Anyhow, Christy Renteria, what's up, homegirl? And uh, Sochit, hi, baby. I'm sorry I missed your uh, birthday the other day. Happy birthday. And to all the Leos también, stay away from them when they're mad. Uh, Cristina Banales Perez, thank you for sharing our page. We made a lot of friends through Facebook because of the suggestions you made. Thank you so much. Way to go, Cristina. We love you. And our homeboy, Matt. You know, Matt, I don't know how to pronounce your last name. Matt A. Matt H. Homeboy is the one hooking us up with the uh, Chill One Love Twin Talk Show stickers. And he is, uh, you, you got to check out his website, armtheanimals.com. They got some cool stuff on there. Check it out. Arm the animals. Arm the animals. They're really cool. Sounds pretty violent. No, and it's uh, it's a good concept because uh, they're t-shirts and uh, they're great artwork of animals uh, with weapons. As <laughs> animals with weapons. Yeah, but it's really cute. <laughs> and a portion of that goes over to um, uh, some kind of uh, uh, benefits. Uh, uh, animals. Some kind of animals. Some kind of animal benefit. Okay, we got a lot of new listeners. Uh, Andrew Thomas, Adrian Yunin uh, from Silmar, Alejandro Rivera, uh, somewhere in the valley. You, you, uh, what is UCSB, brother? University of California, Santa Barbara. There you go, somewhere over there. Santa Barbara. That's where they, you know, they have a class. They used to have a class for surfing, a surfing class. You can actually get college credits for surfing. Really? Yep. Dope. I had friends who went there. And Andrew Scott Ramirez, he's over in Northridge as well, but his hometown's from uh, Downey. And John joined Fasa Fuller somewhere in the valley, but uh, uh, he's listening to us now. What's up? Caitlin Abigail. Do you know who Caitlin is? I don't know, but it sounds like a pretty woman. Okay. Uh, thanks for listening. And Kathleen over in Summerfield, Florida. Hey, uh, her and Adam, it's good uh, that you guys are listening, and uh, we miss you over here. Tell Michael to give me a call. They're over in Summerfield, Florida. And finally, I just want to say that uh, the shout-outs were brought to you again by Express Cuts because my baby girl, Samantha, she's got a uh, beauty salon called Express Cuts, and she will pimp your hair. Just go over to... 10 420 Laura Souza Road in the city of El Monte 91732 or call to make an appointment or not 626-448-1931 my baby will pimp your hair I also have shout outs we have Sue Gregorius listening to us right now from Boston Ciao. I think she's in Boston. Represented over in the East Coast. And and also we have Alex Artiaga listening who just kind of chimed in on our chat. 
hey, dude, these people think we could chat. We're <laughs> chatting on the air right now. <laughs> but you could comment. No, you can, and you can also please call. comment. Kidding. It's a lot easier for us to uh, <laughs> see your your uh, messages if you comment on our on our wall, <laughs> on our wall, because you know I'm I'm I have the old uh, version of Android in, so um, I don't want to miss a beat. Don't miss a beat. You know what? I'm so busy typing here on Facebook because people just have us chatting us up. But you know what? Remember that you can always join us and be a friend of ours on Facebook. Just go to Twin Talk Show. Search Twin Talk Show and also on on uh, tw- uh, Twitter, Twin Talk Show. But anyway, as we move on, are you done with your shout-outs, brother? Yeah, that's good for now. Um, uh, Shout-out to everybody else. We'll catch you next time. All right, y'all. Hey, listen, you know what? Shout-out to Connie Tran. She just said hello. <laughs> Connie Tran, she's, is she over in Bakersfield? I don't know where she's at, but she said hello through Jackie. Hey, so, hey, we have now for current events, Miss Jackie. Hey, hold, hold on a second. What? Um, excuse me, Jackie. Congratulations on your two Emmys this weekend. Oh, thank you. That's right. What? Now, tell me. I know one of them had to be on the Rock and Roll Treasures. Yes, actually. Thank you very much. Um, um uh, and thank you to everyone who commented on Facebook um, and fa- and congratulated myself and Tara Wallace and Chuck Henry. We actually won an um, Oscar, an Emmy for a news. Chuck Henry, two name Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> a uh, a uh, what's it called? A Emmy for uh, a news feature piece called Rock and Roll Treasure. It's a fantastic revealed. Uh, it's Rock and Roll Treasure revealed. A three-part series on a, an amazing story on a woman who was friends with the Beatles and the Stones and and the Faces and all these people. And, and she, she's somewhere in Southern California. It's somewhere in the desert, and she has all these amazing pictures and letters from and there. Evidence of where the uh, what was it? The missing days of. You keep interrupting me, dude. Well, because it's exciting. You guys check it out. It should be somewhere as on YouTube you know, or something like as that. As you know, uh, John Lennon had his last weekend, and he, she had the only pictures out of her, his last weekend house. Just go to Twin Talk Tube because we have a channel on, on YouTube. Oh, yeah, you have it go on there. Go to Twin Talk Tube, and, um, and uh, we, you, can see the, you can actually see the video. It, there's three-part series, and watch it, and let me know what you guys think, please. And congratulations to Tara Wallace and Chuck Henry as well. So you know what? The, the, let's um, <laughs> that was me. <laughs> let's uh, go to current events, and um, Jackie looks at me like, huh? "What was that? What happened?" <laughs> Hi, Jackie. Hi, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Jackie Casas with current events. Um, um, we, um, I, I'm sure you're going to start off with um, telling us about what happened in the Middle East. A little bit. Of- yeah, we have a really uh, sad story that happened out there. We. Um, 30 Navy SEALs and other servicemen uh, were killed, unfortunately, in a helicopter accident. They were taken down by um, a rocket-propelled grenade from the Taliban forces. Um, So (laughs) they actually had uh, their bodies returned today to U.S. soil, and the president was there. And um, it's very sad because it's kind of like the biggest uh, attack that we've had since 2001 against our our forces. So it's confirmed now that it was actually an attack. It wasn't an accident. Well, uh, let's see. Um, actually, we have, like, I, like as we said before, we have um, Lisa Deftari on the phone who's going to straighten that out for us. She is from LisaDeftari.com. She's a journalist on television and a Middle East expert. Lisa, uh, you're on the line. Are you on the line? Can you hear us? Uh, I am. I can hear you. How are you, Jose? Hi, Lisa. Yeah, you're on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel with Jose and my brother Angel. Hi. 
Angel, talk hi. To, so listen, scoot, <laughs> scoot over this way. Uh, Lisa, um, as long as I've known you, I don't think you've ever met my twin brother, have you? I, I'm, I'm totally bugging out because I didn't even know you had a twin brother. Now I'm seeing these pictures and you guys are identical as, I mean, I know, you, you claim to be identical, and you are. <laughs> and all those hours we spent together at NBC, I never knew that about you. Yeah, you know, there's certain things about me that I try to hide. Uh, it's a you pleasure. try to hide. Well, I know about your beautiful children and uh, how uh, wonderful of a dad you are and how talented of a cameraman you are. So oh. I have to say those things on air because really um, one of the most talented, talented photojournalists I've ever worked with, and I've worked with many, 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 and um, we just really enjoyed our time together doing those stories. Oh, thank you very much, Lisa. It's very nice. Likewise, and I'm happy to see you doing so well also. I, I catch you as much as I can on television, on the Internet. And let's talk about television, about what we've been seeing uh, coming out of the Middle East, um, uh, our um, current events. Uh, Jackie Cassis was just brought up the fact that uh, this weekend we had a Chinook chopper that was shot down or crashed. Have they determined mm-hmm. what the cause of the crash was? Well, they, uh, they're they still under investigation what happened, but you are absolutely right. The terminology has been, been changing a little bit. Basically what happened was um, it was you know the bloodiest incident that we've seen in the 10 years that we've had the Afghanistan war. And uh, these um, basically uh, rangers were pinned down on Friday night um, when they met insurgency uh, in a specific area south of Kabul. Um, and, you know, it happens to be a major Taliban staging area. So these rangers call up for help, and these SEALs respond in this, you know, state-of-the-art chopper. Um, and they basically come down, they take care of business, the SEALs are helping the rangers fight the insurgencies. Uh, they kill eight of the insurgents at that point. And the SEALs, thinking that the fight they get into the chopper, but it appears from the Taliban side that they knew uh, which route the SEALs would take home. They waited for them on the opposite side of this valley, and they um, basically attacked them with what they're calling modern weaponry. Um, you know, again, that's uh, under investigation, but the story has changed from it being an accident or some sort of crash now, um, to an attack. Now, you you've, you mentioned uh, modern weaponry, and there has been some rumors that it was a... Uh, a new type of weapon that might have come out of Pakistan. Is there any veracity to those rumors? Right. right. I've heard the same. I've heard the same. You know, um, that's uh, being circulated right now. That That's, I think, what they've released up to now, that they believe it's been a, a new type of um, uh, grenade weaponry uh, that's coming out of Pakistan. But it definitely has, you know, brought to, to light um, you know, the sign of the insurgency's ability to actually put up a fight, that they're introducing new weaponry, that they're getting help. And we, we've known all along that they're being aided by, you know, um, all, all sorts of, of terrorist uh, units uh, across the globe. Um, but it, it's now become, you know, almost confirmed. And it's showing the vulnerability of the U.S. I mean, a lot of times uh, the United States has, you know, uh, you know, I don't want to say a naivete about them, but, you know, some sort of... Um, like a bravado. They don't expect... Yeah, they don't really expect... That, you know, they're not watching their back, so to speak. They're not expecting the insurgency to, um, you know, retreat for a while and then come back with a vengeance and get help and introduce, uh, as in this case, new weaponry or new tactics or to kind of 
follow the footsteps and, and track and know the routes and know the game plan of the um, American soldiers. No. So, I mean, this is, uh, you know, a very, very awful and, and horrible lesson um, for the American soldiers to learn and those poor families. I mean, it's just awful. Lisa, now you... Um, um uh, we uh, back to the verbiage that's being used is it mm-hmm. does it fare better or worse for president obama for it to sit, for them to say that we were shot down some navy seals were shot down or or, or it's under investigation i mean is it spin um it, well you know i don't know if it has much as much to do with the you know president obama at this point in any country you see as soon as something happens we don't want to admit to the fact that our enemies attacked us right so we would say it was a, an accident a crash of some sort we don't want to you know uh, admit to vulnerability we want to we don't want to admit to defeat so that's actually natural um you know usage of, of language but now looking back seeing that we were attacked, seeing that our state-of-the-art um, chopper was attacked, seeing that our Navy SEALs were attacked, it definitely shows, an inco- you know, this, you know, lack of, of, of preparation or um, just a uh, unpreparedness and a, um, a vulnerability uh, on the part of the Americans. Like, we've been there for 10 years. What the heck are we doing? What's the plan? Why should 30 innocent, you know, uh, there's 38, I believe, actually. Right. And uh, there were some Afghan um, civilians on, on board as well, some interpreters, um, and the Navy SEALs. I mean, why should they be, you know, killed in this way? Um, you know, a lot of times, you know, the only thing I will say that would reflect on, on President Obama in this case is that, you know, uh, when Osama bin Laden was captured, it was uh, a very proud moment for him in his right. presidency. And, and, and you, it almost... I'm, yeah. go, I'm, go, I'm sorry, but there were reports that some of the Navy SEALs on the same unit that captured or worked on the capture right. of Obama were killed. Right. Right, right. That's absolutely true. There's, this was the same unit that, um, uh, you know, and, and it was the Navy SEALs that went into um, Osama bin Laden's uh, compound. And, you know, this is almost like if we took one step forward by capturing Osama bin Laden, we just took 30 steps back. It's one right. individual versus 30. And yeah. that's, you know, the, the the upsetting part and what definitely looks bad for, for the president um, at this point. And the bigger question being, you know, what is the game plan? We've been there for 10 years. What are we doing? At the beginning of, you know, during his presidential campaign, I mean, he, he spoke about, uh, you know, President Bush's, um, you know, just warmongering and going into Iraq, going into Afghanistan, and he hasn't been able to do uh, any better since. And now we have the deadliest of attacks on, you know, under his watch. Right. So right. it definitely does raise a lot of questions. And, uh, you know, again, it's about those human beings. It's about those American families that sent their sons and sent their husbands out. And uh, it's really upsetting. It is sad. Now, I hate to change the note on that note, uh, the topic on that note, but um, uh, I just want to briefly touch on uh, President, uh, former President Mubarak, Hosni Mubarak of Egypt, who was, rec- mm-hmm. who was recently brought to, to trial, and he showed up to, to the court in a hospital bed and in, in, in a patient's um, uh, garb. Uh, does that, did that fare well for him? Did that bring, um, um, uh, you know, sympathy from his detractors what do you make of that i don't know about uh, getting sympathy from the detractors i think with middle eastern um societies you have people who are pro and you have people who are anti it's going to take a lot for people to kind of switch sides over seeing somebody you know uh 
I think, you know, also what I must mention is that um, showing up in a cage, which is how he showed up, um, is common for for trials in Egypt. So it wasn't that he was given this, you know, uh, barbaric sort of uh, trial or, or um, treatment. Um, you know, it's it's it was very humbling, obviously, for for him and his family, um, for him to receive this humiliation and to be put on trial. Um, but at the same time, I think it was a wonderful uh, sense of accomplishment for the Egyptian people to see. You know, they saw him six months ago, and they see him now. They haven't seen him in the last um, few months, and and now they're seeing him in this very vulnerable position. And he is, you know. Um, being tried for um, corruption and for the killings that went on during, um, you know, their uprisings. And, you know, at, at the end of the day, visuals are very important. And right. his appearing in this way is, is very symbolic. Well, real quick, we we have very few, uh, uh, very little time left. But, you know, he and his former um, uh, interior minister were fined uh, 540 million Egyptian pounds for disrupting internet and cell service during that uprising, is that realistically uh-huh. going to be? Is that do you, is it realistic that it's going to be collected quickly? So just to put that into perspective, it's about ninety grand. Okay. So whether it, it, that's really, it's neither here nor there, and I think that's the bottom line. They're likely to appeal these charges, and you know, within the administration, it's not clear who was involved with cutting the lines. We're seeing that that's a very common um, form of, of defense for the governments in the Middle East. We're seeing it across the Arab Spring, and we also saw it in Iran. But um, I think you know, this charge is going to be lost in the larger allegations of corruption and killings. And if he's found guilty of the killings and the corruption, he can face the death penalty. So what's $90,000 in the scheme of those bigger charges? Right. Lisa, this is Angel. Um, with regards to hi. that, hi, uh, uh, it's a pleasure to talk to you. And thanks for being on our show, by the way. And you oh, know what? That, I'm so sorry. I have a cold, actually. So I probably don't even sound like myself. But um, in regards I didn't to, want to cancel. <laughs> in, in, thank you very much. In regards to the fine, is there any way that they can do community service for that? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be wonderful? You know, I, I would rather, if I, if I were an Egyptian, and I would rather see him do some community service. Have, have him in million dollars. Have him wash the feet of the, uh, of the, of the locals. Lisa, thank you. Yeah, Lisa, thank clean you. Clean up some garbage. <laughs> thank you for being on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Really appreciate it. We hope that soon you can come into Theo Luis's garage and be with us in person. Um, I look forward to uh, working with you again soon. And we got to do lunch. Yes, absolutely. Sounds good. It was great seeing with you guys. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Lisa Deftari from uh, lisadeftari.com, L-I-S-A-D-A-F-T-A-R-I.com on what's going on in the Middle East. Very good friend of mine and journalist. Um, I thought we would have her on because I knew that Jackie would be bringing up uh, such a terrible event that happened recently because it's such an important important current event. Yes. And... uh, so now we go back to Jackie. We thank Lisa for being on the air with us. And now we go back to Jackie with current events. Okay, guys. Um, so Facebook, we start off with Facebook has agreed to help the California uh, jail system to bring down all of the Facebook pages of the prisoner inmates. Oh, Which wow. I thought 
<laughs> I thought prison was supposed to be like yeah. miserable and you're inside your cell and you don't do anything. You're out on the yard for an hour. What the hell are they doing watching Facebook? <laughs> watching your butt. Why are they Why are they on there? They're on Facebook. How though? Where? They're on Facebook. Well, uh, a main reason that they get Facebook pages is that they have contraband cell phones. Yeah, they actually smuggle in self smartphones. Yes. So oh. they create these Facebook pages and they send out hits to you know do crime oh, and violence okay. from their facebook pages and there is actually one child molester they don't do it through the uh, through the through the trays when you go serve the trays you know the trustees <laughs> that's old school that's old school yeah that's, well i guess i'm old school that's, that's out already now you do it via social media and so there was a child molester that actually sent to one of her victims an updated drawing one of her victims one of one of his victims okay, as a man. Uh-huh. updated drawings from the Facebook page. Like, he found her on Facebook and sent her drawings Oh, of her. my God. How creepy is that? That is creepy. That is so That creepy. is totally creepy. So, Facebook is now going to get involved with the jail system, and they're going to take well, down the So, here's what I got to say about this, okay? Here's what I got to say about this. It's great that the that Facebook is doing that, mm-hmm. okay? Um, um, hey, hold on real quick. Sit down, guys. Come on in. The Sinverse just walked the in. The Sinverse just walked into the Twiniverse. Uh, sit down, guys. We'll be with you in a little while. But go ahead and pop on your headphones. So this is what I have to say about that. Mm-hmm. What I have to say about that is it's good that Facebook is doing that. And I have more confidence in private, in the private sector than I have in the government. But but any institution that's run by government or whatever, and we're paying tax dollars for these fools mm-hmm. that need that need to pay their dues as criminals, mm-hmm. the, they're the ones to be, to be watching them. They're the ones to be saying, hey, what are you doing with an You're iPhone? You're talking about the guards, right? The guards... The, the warden, whatever the institution that oversees, you know, the, uh, the uh, what is it, the prison, prison correctional Dude, facilities. in prison, it's a whole nother, like, government in there. When yeah. you go in there, you they, they start to divide you, you know, like you, like, uh, depending on your race yeah. or, like or what have you. you. And it's not, it's this, and it's not the sheriffs or whoever, it's the inmates themselves, it's like the... Well, that's, internal government. That's a complaint that they're they're not really doing an efficient job and actually getting rid of the contrabands. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a local politician here in Pacoima. His name is Alex Padilla, and he wants to because the people that go into the jail Very to visit them, they're bringing in the cell phones. Uh-huh. So he wants to create up a law where there's a fine for those people as well. Because really, it's the again Jose's going to start uh, like again. I go back. <laughs> it's the department that needs to also put their no. Their I size. again I go back to why do you make laws? on top of laws enforce the laws that exist okay work the system that is already in place well the law is for the prisoners to not have the yes. contraband nothing against yes. the actual visitors who come there. in and bring the contraband okay well maybe yeah you know I gotta go double back a little bit on that because perhaps there I'm wait a minute let me rephrase that I know there are laws that that keep um, visitors from bringing contraband in I know there is. Well, haven't so, you seen will, blood in, blood out? You know, they, there's well, crevices. Actually, to, sure, they get in trouble, but this is like an actual fine, like a $5,000 fine if you bring in any sort of contraband, particularly these cell phones, because this is what's causing the problem. There it is. It's so, all about money. They want to, on top of enforcing a law, they don't want to enforce the law. They don't want to, they just Who are they going to fine, though? The people the that people brings who in, bring in the like, like, like they'll bring it in a cake. Like or Casper, Casper's there in prison. They're gonna be a. Like, can I can I pay with my EBT card? <laughs> I, can never, I can never finish. Hey, a I got an ATM that I will. can never finish <laughs> sentence with you, man. You kill me. Listen, <laughs> Casper is in prison doing time for you know breaking into breaking and entering. His ruka Haina, la la dimples walks in with a cake. <laughs> 
and an iPhone stuffed in it <laughs> so they can Facebook one another. Oh, they don't do the file anymore? No. That's old school. <laughs> old school. Anyway, what else you got so going now, on? Yeah, so Facebook is going to step it up and trying to help out the California jail system. Okay. Uh, all right. Next one is kind of gross, guys. So just bear with me. Okay. So a Fullerton man who was... Um, gross already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love Fullerton. We love you, Fullerton. Northern, gross Northern you. Orange County in the house. So um, this man was ordered to pay $27,000 in restitution after uh, we find out that he ejaculated into the water bottle of his co-worker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How do you spell ejaculator with an E-R or an O-R? Ejaculator. It's an OR. Into the O-R. water bottle. Okay, I'm putting Into that the in. water bottle. Because he had, like, I guess. A little well, one. <laughs> okay, let's, or, hear, <laughs> let's, hear, hold on, let's hear what's going on here. His what? defense was that he kind of had, like, a little crush on her, and he felt like this was the only way to get close to her. But so that's what he did. Charlie, he man. Into his water and she drank it oh. in two different occasions. <laughs> oh, well, how did they find out? She drank. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing. Okay, he did that more than once. Yes. Okay, what is she, what is he doing? What is she doing away from her water bottle? Like like and long enough that the guy can get it, open it, go what somewhere, was... shoot his load. <laughs> You know what? Did she, she not taste it? She tasted it. She, ta- <laughs> she she tasted a foul taste, and she threw out the bottle. And then I Only, guess it was in a, a whole different. It was like a whole different time. Like okay, they were like it. in a different office, and she again tasted the weird taste in her water. <laughs> so she took the water bottle to a laboratory, and that's Ooh. when they found out that there was semen in it. And I guess you know there was cum in it. <laughs> it was coming. <laughs> it was coming. <laughs> so he has to pay twenty seven thousand dollars, and. He, it's, it's Charlie, really man, he should have just went, want, wanna... he should have just went to a sperm bank and they would have paid him. <laughs> Shit, here's what I get to say, dude. I mean, I, now we know she's the kind of girl that swallows. Poor <laughs> 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 thing. You know what? She's gonna charge you two thousand dollars extra for therapy. What's her, what's her, what was her name? Le, uh, I believe Leilana. Leilana. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a swallower. <laughs> I know, those, t- <laughs> I know those Hawaiian girls. Oh, God. Okay, so next. Uh, gross. Okay. <laughs> so we move on to beauty queens. Beauty queen from Mexico. Who swallows. Oh, maybe. <laughs> her crown was taken away. And uh, she alleges that her crown was taken away because she gained six pounds. In Mexico? In Mexico. So her crown was taken away. She's very upset. She's suing the organization. What kind of crown did she have? You could sue in Mexico? She was like (laughs) Miss Miss Queen of Mexico. It's just understand. She was supposed to go for Miss Universe. Understand that in in the U.S., a six pounds difference is different than in Mexico because the Mexican girls already got curves. <laughs> okay, they got back. They For got they're sure. they're bumping. So sure. that's <laughs> it. You're on the limit. They you're at the limit already. No. So when you go six pounds, you've gone beyond the Ciao, cushion. I like Nothing it. wrong with that. I love it. <laughs> well, the organization the organization which is called Nuestra Belleza is saying that she wasn't fulfilling her duties. They just need to change the organization to Mucha Belleza. <laughs> <laughs> They're saying that she wasn't fulfilling her responsibilities and she said, well, if weight requirement is one of the responsibilities, I was never notified. So now she's suing their asses mm. for her ass girl. <laughs> 
Six Re- pounds, really? Six pounds. You can lose that like in a couple of weeks, you know? It's just water weights. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know, real women have curves. That's all I got to say. Yeah. And she's from Mexico, so she's going to be curvy. I love the and curves. And six pounds, what's the big deal? So now she's not going to be able to go to the Miss Universe It's all about the scholarship. Now she gets no exactly. scholarship. Pobrecita. Now she can't promote world peace. <laughs> <laughs> that is killing her dream there. No belleza. Let's just well, change we should it. we should have a twin talk belleza. She could, you know... That's a good idea. Yeah, we'll do it at the but next But we will event. call it Twin Talks Mucha Belleza. <laughs> <laughs> so we like it. I it's, like that. Uh, Wait, of, it's only for women, right? Uh, uh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> yes, only for women. Not that there's Instead anything Instead of wrong. Miss Universe, it'll be Twiniverse. Yeah, Miss Twiniverse. I awesome. love it. We can have a pinup and everything like that. Yeah. So they submit their photos and stuff? Uh, start now. <laughs> Inbox us <laughs> at twintalkshow at gmail.com. This if is you f- like not nude photos <laughs> that they need to do. This is the Twiniverse. It Miss could be. <laughs> listen, if they, if, don't post them on Facebook if they're nude. Send them to 626-275-TWIN. <laughs> That's 626-275-TWIN because we also receive pictures on our on Theo Luis's garage phone. Do we really? Uh, yes, we do. A text? You could text on there? Yes, I'm you can. I'm going to text right now. So. Text. Shout <laughs> All right, what do we got going on? What else? Okay, so next one. Um, so we have our European soccer team, Real Madrid, who signed a seven-year-old kid for their youth camp uh, <laughs> training team. Okay. They're scouting a seven-year-old. They're scouting a seven-year-old little kid. For what? For the soccer team? Yes, for their soccer team. It's for their youth training camp, and he's oh. only signed for a year. But there, it, there's controversy because he's seven he's years old. He's too young. How he's, much? He's, 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 <laughs> well, they're saying Real Madrid, which is... Oh, that's in, a big one. In, that's yes, huge. in us U.S. terms, it's like they're like the Yankees. Yeah, Real Madrid Europe. is like they're the, huge. the shit. That's so, where David Beckham played. Yes, David Beckham played for them. Uh, played for them. They're really cool European soccer team. <coughs> Do you know his name? Do you get his name? Yes, his name is actually actually his his name is Lionel Angel Coira, and his um, idol is and he can kick ass. Leo Messi. So that's his idol, and Messi also played for the team. Plays for the team. So this kid should be like worried about. Boogers, and <laughs> butterflies. And, That's and right. He's seven years old. Boogers and butterflies. It sounds like a hallucinogenic no. trip. <laughs> maybe a girl. Okay, <laughs> okay. maybe Here. like bikes and. At seven okay. years old. Okay. Uh, all I, I, I want to know is: Is soccer really a game? I mean, what kind of major sporting events can end in a freaking tie? Really. Dude, there's so many people who would so yell at your face if you don't call it a game. I don't care what y'all think, man. I don't watch soccer. It is so a game. I think, you know, we don't get it here in America, but in Europe, they're so passionate. And in Latin America, they're so passionate about soccer. It's the most popular sport in the world. In the world. In the world. It's just us Americans. You want to know why? You want to know why? Because everyone else is living in a third world country and it's so easy to drop a ball on the ground and kick it. You, you could just throw put up, it. You could put two trash cans <laughs> in that end, and then the two trees over there. That's the goal. Mira, it's easy look. to do it here, también. But football, you got to put on pads. Mira, baseball, look. you in need a diamond. In the jungle, you can throw a coco in the air, put a <laughs> stick, and there you go. That's baseball. Yes, <laughs> too. There you go. You just throw a coco in the air with a stick that you find on the floor by the riverbed. Can you say coco again? <laughs> coco. <laughs> that's pretty cute. 
It is. Coconut. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me translate Miss, coconut. Miss Mucha Belleza right here. <laughs> right here. Miss uh, Twiniverse right well, here. So he's not being paid. He's only being paid to transport himself from his home to the youth camp. Uh, it's only for one year. But lucky charms. Saying, and, uh, <laughs> but they're they're saying, paying him lucky charms. <laughs> <laughs> probably would like that better than money but it's uh, they're paying them in itunes it. dollars well they're saying <laughs> the reason why they just nabbed him up was because their rival team which is called atletico madrid was pursuing him they were like checking him out because this little kid is good is he's that, got some skills there's wow. some pedophilia going on so no nah. you know what you'd be surprised you should look up that kid that can dance on youtube you guys see it's a little kid <laughs> yes. on the table with a with a diaper that guy doing the uh, Zamba or something? Hey, you dude, guys seen it, right? Dude, it's... it's, it's Little like, kids, you know? They're prodigies nowadays, it's man. It's CGI, brother. <laughs> it's CGI. <laughs> it's, it ain't What's real. CGI? Computer animation, bro. He's oh. not real. Oh. Computer that's CGI. The guy, that's the genius from the Cineverse. They, they know. I was like, come get it. Come... I was like, wait a second. We were just talking about <laughs> ejaculation. Okay. We are running so behind. Keep going. Next one. Okay. All behind. right. Last one. So is earning a black belt on your bucket list, guys? Oh, no. That's a that's a pretty good one, though. It's a, a tough one, though. Well, it was on this 98-year-old woman from San Francisco. Oh. Wow. 98 years old. She's a black belt now? She got a black belt in <laughs> judo. You know what? Wow. I well, years ago I I I was a, a Taekwondo student. Uh-huh. I didn't quite make it to uh, <laughs> black belt, <laughs> but there was a fifty-year-old man at the time. I was uh, I don't know, about ten years ago. So I was probably twelve. Anyhow, <laughs> <laughs> he turned it. By the time I left, he was a uh, he he was black belt. The guy, you know, he you look at people. They they may not have all the strength, but they the 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 art. Of the martial arts, it's it's not only the movements, bro, but you you learn to to move your energy. You now, know what you I'm feel saying? Small, the though, that's that what they call the chi. Didn't it make you feel small that this 50 year old guy was? It did. I was like all like and you can like competitive and shit. You come all sore at home. I'm like I'm gonna go play soccer shit well, with that little kid. <laughs> this is a cool thing about her. And her he still kick your ass. <laughs> she's Sensei Keiko Fukuda. She's the first woman to since, achieve since, Sensei. Sensei. Uh huh. Keiko Fukuda. Keiko, I like that name. Keiko. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the first woman to Can you to say achieve... Coco again? Just <laughs> <laughs> your face. Uh, she's the first woman to achieve a 10th degree black belt, which is the Tenth? highest... Wow. The highest rank in the martial art and combat sport. That's sport, you awesome. Know? It, and that's in San Francisco, you say? She's from San Francisco, and she's now one of the only four living people who have earned the 10th degree black belt and i wonder if that's where bruce lee because you know that's where he started his his teaching over in san francisco well he no he originally started in china but in the u.s (laughs) like this like you're right though he did go to san francisco and then like he 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 honed and came up with his own style of kung fu and then he made i saw that movie and then he kicked kareem abdul jabbar's ass yeah he did (laughs) You know what? And we got the the TV guys can talk about that later on. You know what? I saw this awesome documentary about Bruce Lee, how Bruce Lee changed the world. And uh-huh. it's so really? amazing. You got to check it out. The way Bruce, you guys got to check it out, Mr. Cineverses. You're such geniuses. <laughs> it is so good. It talk they have different interviews with comedians with uh with with like 
scientists and people from film and different parts of the of different facets of the world or, or whatever. Like, like any documentary. And no, 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 no. But each <laughs> one of them talk about how Bruce Lee and his teachings and his everything about Bruce Lee and the pop culture, how he affected the world. They should have came to Baldwin Park, man. I would have told them how we used to sneak in in the matinee at Baldwin Park Theater to watch it. <laughs> Kung Fu Theater. <laughs> well, it's such a trip. She started in 1935. Wow. She started teaching as uh, she started learning about uh, wow. this art in 1935. Wow, that's wow. a that's so, a long time to have a bucket list. <laughs> truly <laughs> that you can never be too old to do uh-huh. anything you want. 98 years old, got her black belt. Right on. Don't tell me that. And she'll enjoy it for maybe another Year. 6 months. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Sensei. <laughs> <laughs> so congrats Keiko Congrats right to on. Keiko <laughs> That's all I have guys right. So, so um, you know we are going to uh, Be right back Thank you very much Jackie with Current Events And um, we are so happy And we thank you very much for doing Thanks this Thanks for us. being here every oh, other no. week for us We really appreciate it um, That's you, fun. You, had a, you have a Liz Miranda Chime in saying that's my prima that is my prima. What's up, Liz? <laughs> Any more shout-outs before we let you go, babe? Oh, to all my girls who are listening. I know my cousins are listening. My friend Elva, who's going to tune in later. She's on a hot date right now. So. Oh, Ooh, Elva. Hey, call her. Tell her to call in. Tell her to call it. in. 626-275-TWIN. <laughs> text, text her and tell her to call in. We want to hear about her date. Well, yeah, we want to hear at her date. Well, exactly. I will. Yeah, tell her to call in from her date. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, that was jo- Jackie Casas with... Uh, current events. Thank you very much. We'll be right back. Tired of that same old talk radio? Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Yeah, they crossed an ocean to get here. Sunset Riot on their Mama Said U.S. tour. And 9,000 miles from Los Angeles to New York, Florida, and Milwaukee, and back to L.A., brother. They're going to be here September 3rd, 2011, Sunset Riot's farewell farewell show. Brought to you by Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Your last chance to see... Sunset Riot. Del Rio, Ziggy Scott, JP, Jazz, and Resh. And guess what? We just added a hot new band, or hot local band. Run Devil Run. (laughs) From Hollywood, bro. (laughs) Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel for details, but you can catch them September 3rd at Burbank, in Burbank, at Joe's Great American Bar and Grill. Be there, be there, be there, be there. It's going to be awesome. Ciao. How you doing? What do you guys know about twins? Nothing. Nothing about twins? Sorry. Oh, sorry. You don't, do you know any twins? No. I'm sorry. Do you want to know a twin? No, thank you. Two. What are conjoined twins? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be late for work. Three. What do you know about twins? Nothing. Uh, I'm a little busy. Four. Identical twins have matching fingerprints? Uh, I believe so. Same with DNA. Can you name any celebrity twins? How about the girls from all the Devil Mint commercials? If I was to ask you, what is a conjoined twin, what would that be? Um, I don't know. A conjoined twin is either A, a twin with extra joints, B, a twin that joins clubs, or C, a twin that is physically attached to his twin. It's either C or A. Ashton Kutcher, twin or not? No, but not that I know. He's a twin. Is he? Really? Fraternal. Fraternal. 
I'm an identical twin. I'm one of the hosts of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Do I look like Jose or Angel? Uh, I'm going to say you look like a Jose. Thank you very much. It's kind of weird for a guy saying you look like an angel. Scarlett Johansson, twin or not? She doesn't have a twin, does she? She does. Is she uh, identical? No, actually, it's a fraternal twin. His name is Hunter. Oh, damn. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Do you have your own... Individuality? Thank you, yes, individuality. Absolutely, we're individual. He's the good-looking one, and I'm the smart one. <laughs> oh, okay. You think Johnny Depp is sexy? I think he's very sexy. Would you date him if he was a conjoined twin? If he would have me, I probably would. Who do you think would be one of the sexiest men alive to you right now? You could say Jose the twin. Um, I'm a lesbian. That's awesome. <laughs> I am so hardcore lesbian myself. You're identical? Yes, we're identical twins. Cool. His name is Angel. Angel, that's a, nice. So if his name is Angel, what do you think my name would be? Oh, it could be any A name. I think A names are cool, like Angel and Andre. Or... Well, my name's Jose. They used to say, well, if, if I'm Jose, then he must be Hose B. What do you <laughs> I think that's it, unless you want to add something to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Uh, no, that's good. Thank you for your time, man. How about a shout-out to my brother, Angel? What's up, Angel? Have a good one, buddy. Hug a twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. So a lot of people don't know what the heck's going on. They don't know who's a twin, what's a twin, and what about the twins, but... That's what's going on. You know, what I find really interesting is being a twin and I see a set of twins that are identical. Somehow I, I think that I'm immune to it. Like I could tell them apart and that I wouldn't be fascinated by it. But I am. And why wouldn't I? Because we rock. <laughs> and, and so do multiples and uh, triplets and quadruplets and uh the Double Mint Twins, and uh, I think one of our guests here is a twin as yes, well. Yes, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. One of the geniuses from uh, from uh, the Cineverse dot com is a twin. Believe it or not, that's why he's a genius. But let's talk. I want to talk a little bit. Before <laughs> that's we... why he made the cut too, Holmes, <laughs> and we brought his homie with him. <laughs> Listen, before we go on a musical break, uh, I want to talk about the promo that played earlier. Played. <laughs> we played. What you really want to talk about is a. The Sunset Riot Farewell Show on September 3rd at Joe's Great American Bar and Grill and just added Run Devil Run. That is a double bill. It's going to be an awesome, awesome gig. And everyone else, if you haven't seen Run Devil Run and Sunset Riot, you got to see them. This is Sunset Riot's last show on the tour. They saved this date for Twin Talk. And for you guys. As you know, uh, we introduced Sunset Riot. They contacted us all the way from Australia saying that they wanted to do their thing and uh, do a tour um, um, in the U.S. And they wanted to kick it off on Twin Talk. And so they showed up and they performed their first live performance in the Northern Hemisphere right here live on Theo, in Theo Luis's garage on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And they promised that on the way back out of the, out of the States, they're going to stop in L.A. and do a show especially for us. So bringing it to you from Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on September 3rd in, uh, uh, in Burbank at Joe's Great American Bar and Grill, we have Sunset Riot's last American tour on uh, show on this tour with with a double bill, a double bill with Run Devil Run, a kick ass band that was also on our show. But 
uh, uh, both bands they stand alone. They got uh, uh, great music. Uh, Sunset, uh, excuse me, Run Devil Run. You can get their album on CD Baby or iTunes. It's called Five by Five. And uh, and you know what? You could also go on our Facebook and check and and, and uh, on Twin Talk Tube and check out their music video for Sunset Riots, uh, Rattlesnake. And uh, just know when you get there, we're, it's going to be a small five dollar cover charge. That's nothing. Nope. That's like. You know, forget your, your it, Starbucks. It gives coffee. you enough money to pitch in for the taxi on the way home. Shout! <laughs> because you're going to party. It's a good bill. So right now we're going to do uh, for a musical break. We're going to play one of their tracks. It's called "Trash Versus Class" by Sunset Riot. Check it out.
Yeah. Trash versus class by Sunset Riot. Don't forget to go to the show here at Burbank. At Joe's Great American Bar and Grill, September 3rd. Brought, with to, brought to you by Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Sunset Riot and Run Devil Run. Run Devil Run. Brought to you by the Twins. And you know... What brought did to I, you by the Twins. Did I say you twi- did say it, but I just want to say it again. Okay. <laughs> now, Because, we, like you said it before, you said it before, uh, the Twins have good taste in music. We do. And in grills. But you know, we're also very, we are very lucky that we have people calling us and sending us music and sending us press kits and stuff like that, that they want to come on our show. And we've had many performances here in Theo Luis's garage, live for the world. And you can check him out on our podcast. So just go to twintalkcast.com and on iTunes. And uh, search Aussie Invasion for the Sunset Riot one, or you can search Run Devil Run for the Run Devil Run podcast. Both of them did some awesome uh, performance here. You got to check it. Anyways, out. that was Trash versus Class by Sunset Riot, and you know Terry Wynn just chimed in on Facebook. He says, "Hey guys, you guys are class." My brother ditched class. <laughs> anyway, as we promised, the the geniuses from thecineverse.com and I want to spell it out cine as in cinema C-I-E-N-E-V-E-R-S thecineverse.com Cordell Krinsman and Dave Brown are both here let's say hello to the guys yeah yeah shoo what's up up, everybody okay let's see let me make sure I got your mic going on let me see here let me hear you Dave Uh, hello a little bit more Uh, hello there we go so (laughs) Dave Brown and Cordell Crisman from the Cineverse. Why? What is the Cineverse? <laughs> you, uh, we get that question a lot. Um, it's an alternative. It is. Uh, the Cineverse is a place for fans to go and check out what's hot in the movie field. Um, There's a lot of places do. like that. Why? Why your place? Because, like, the motto of the Cineverse is a a place for fans by fans. It's like our short motto, um, and we really want. We really came about with the idea that this is not a place that people who get paid by the studio or people who are paid to say this or that about a movie. This is genuine, gen, genuine fan speak, genuine fan talk about movies. And there right. is and there is that going on because there's a, a big scandals about these reviewers that get sent on these res, to these resorts and they get paid, they get they speak for free at a resort and they get all yep. these perks and so they can get good reviews. They and if you get four stars on Green Lantern, well exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and if you, right. give a, if you give a bad review, that review, you don't get invited anymore. That's and, right. And it's true, you you guys. Uh, I I see the difference. I I've seen I, I, since my brother told me about you guys i youtube you guys and check them out by the way the sinverse.com the sinverse Cineverse. sinverse.com it is like if you know like if you guys just came back from the movies right now to the garage and started talking about the movie it's real it's a real from real guys it's that's like exactly yeah, that's, what it well, is. That, yeah, that's what that's what we're hoping that's what we're hoping people take away from it because yeah. there's there's always that that idea that there are the people that want to make you think this is a good movie, and there there's a difference between a good movie and then there's a there's a, there are terrible movies out there, but you still love them. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. we, if regular uh, movie reviewers, that there's no gray area. There's a movie. There's this movie was either two thumbs up. There's was there's a terrible. Don't go see it. Uh-huh. You know, and, and we like we embrace the gray areas. Uh-huh. Like you know, this may have been you know crap, but you know you're gonna buy the DVD. You're gonna love it the hell enjoyable. out of it. Yeah, I, that, I noticed that, and thank God for the DVD, and thank God for Netflix and the and the internet because it it gives you that gray area to kind That's of. Right. 
you know, so. um, let's let's talk. Let's talk. Yeah, um, there's a lot of people out there that that friends. Like we all have friends and family members. I could point out which family member, as I point to my brother, will come back and say, "Dude, you gotta watch this movie." And to me, it just just doesn't cut it, dude. <laughs> it's not for you. Yeah. You know what? What gives you guys? Why my brother you loves Formula movies. No, no. And I don't have nothing against Formula movies, but that's the only thing that works for him. No, the formula. Not, that is not the case. It is indeed. But, but but my brother thinks that if it's independent and low budget, it's got to be good. Not necessarily. <laughs> Okay. There, yes. there are points to be made for all of that, but there's also awful movies that fit exactly those 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 formula. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, let's hear. Let's hear. Why you? What makes you guys like? Did you guys grow up just watching films all the time? What is it? Yeah, I mean, it, I was at the movie theater every weekend when I was a kid. When I was a when I was really young, probably seven or eight. There's a there's an old United artist uh, down the street from me. Wow, where is that? That's that being well, that being Granada Hills. Okay, that'd be back to the San, middle of the San Fernando Valley. Way in the valley. Yeah, and you know, you just you you'd go in there, you'd uh, you'd pay six seventy five for a for movie ticket. <laughs> That's right. If only. Oh. You know, and and then you just sneak in on the other ones. Right, and then you just, you just hang out. <laughs> you, right. you hang out. You see three movies that day. Uh-huh. Right well, way back when, like the Matrix was still in theaters. So how did Cordell and Dave get together? Did you guys see your eyes lock eyes from across a, a crowded room? And Actually, <laughs> that's not too far from the truth. No. <laughs> um, Dave tease. and I both were in marching band together. Oh, we met freshman year in high school. Okay, and at first I thought he was a um, psychotic individual, but I realized that he is. Um, <laughs> but he's safe. Because <laughs> so some okay. call it psychosis, he... other call it inspiration. Mm. Indeed. Um, yeah, we just vibed like from day one, I believe. Okay, this begs to, to, this begs the question: What instruments do you play? Alto sax, both of us. <laughs> oh, alto sax, <laughs> yeah. So you already had something in common. That's right. <laughs> so I know that it was started that you guys were just like um, something about you guys just started. Filming the Cineverse in a flip camera. Tell us about that. Yeah, it's actually really cool. Um, we were over our mutual friend Joe's house, and we were arguing. Okay, about pronounce his last name for me. Tagnipes. Tagnipes. Okay. Yes, Tagnipes. We call him Tagnippies, but that's what I wanted to call him. Actually, Tagnipes. I just call him Joe. Yeah, that's generally the safest it's, bet. Yeah, it's safe. <laughs> so, as um, you were saying, yeah, we were at Joe's house, and Dave and I were arguing over was it, the it was, value no, of it was Avatar. Is what it was? Yeah, Avatar. Oh, Avatar. Um, <laughs> and it was really one funny. of you doesn't like it, and the other one. Well, you know, it's terrible. Just put that out there. It's it's it's, it's a movie. Uh. It is. <laughs> um, yeah, we were talking about Avatar, and Joe just decided to break out his flip cam and start filming us. And he was like, yo, this is really interesting. And if I think it's interesting, other people will too. Because Joe thinks he's a microcosm of the whole world. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but Joe, uh, yeah. Joe's kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joe, you're a cool guy, man. Yeah. I know Joe. Yeah. He's a cool guy. Yeah, and it just it just grew from there. That's fantastic. You know what? It's just uh, amazing what people can do with the technology. But the thing is, what you guys have is that you guys are legit. You guys have uh, a, a way of telling uh, uh, people what you guys think about a movie without making them feel like don't be an idiot and watch this movie right we're trying we're trying to approach movie fans on a, on a movie fan level we're not we're not the you know your uh, your high school social studies teacher telling you what is right and what is wrong we're not you know the aged journalism majors who are you know watched the godfather when it was new and i love the godfather that's one of the best yeah one of the best yeah. and you know I one of the few perfect really movies refuse. so let's talk about movies then um because like i said you guys are good I, guys i have a about. question so 
There's a dog barking so near Theoluis's garage. So what are you guys? Ricardo. You, are you critics? <laughs> are you opinionative? Or are you just pissed off? We're fans. <laughs> we're fans with something to say. Okay. Exactly. We're fans with something to say. Good one. Good okay, one. Okay, uh, Cordell, move that mic a little closer to you because we got people in Australia saying they can't hear you. Oh, so no. kind of yell to Australia. <laughs> What's up, Australia? <laughs> well, so maybe they should you know, lean a little closer. <laughs> so turn it, your radio it. back upside down. So let's let's talk about movies. Um, since we're in the midst and almost to the tail end of the summer blockbuster season, season, yeah. um, what is what's the ingredients of a good summer blockbuster? And while you're at it, brother, can you pass me the Fig Newtons? Um, <laughs> we're talking movies. We got a munch. That's right. Um, I would say the ingredients for a good summer blockbuster comes down to one thing, and that is advertising. Yeah. Well, there's there's really, really there's really there are two definitions for what a summer blockbuster is. There's the the studio's definition of a summer blockbuster, which is any movie that makes you know such and such amount of money, whether it's a great movie or not. And then there's the fans' interpretation of the summer blockbuster. And sometimes they're the same and sometimes they're not. Uh, but like, well, my else? my interpretation is kicking it at home with a rental, you know, a, a beer and some carne. <laughs> That's like my it. summer like blockbuster it. right there. I, I, I can dig it, yeah. Like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, but totally, summer blockbusters, um, I, I say it again, advertising, simply because the hype behind a movie, getting people to go and be excited for it, I think really determines whether a movie is a summer blockbuster or not. Um, and that also translates over to ticket sales, of course. Yeah, you know, just, you look know. At, look at, just look at Batman. They got viral marketing left and right for that one. Like Dark Knight was huge right. because mm-hmm. everyone was so hyped up for it for so long. But, but y- you say that. That you know it has to do with the advertising. Well, uh, the Green Lantern got that kind of advertising, but ah, uh, yeah. But the thing about Green Lantern was that it, its initial beginning of advertisement was bad. It started off with that leaked trailer or that really, really lame trailer that came out first thing, that got such negative press that their entire advertising campaign from then on was damage control. Now let me ask you this though. I mean, a good, a good ad campaign. Does not save a movie though, does it? I mean, it it will probably bring a lot of people and they'll have good a good weekend opening weekend, but it doesn't make a good movie. Certainly not. Absolutely, absolutely right. Um, a good example of this would be Cowboys and Aliens. Cowboys and Aliens does not fall into the regular category of summer blockbuster because it's doesn't you know it has some stars in it, but like it's a western. Yeah, it's not. It's not a traditional westerns out in traditional summer blockbuster. Hold on a second. I love my westerns. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Yeah, no, we're with you on that. But the western is not the western is not your you know general. You know what was the what was the last summer blockbuster that was a western? John uh, Wayne was in it, I bet. Um, <laughs> Young Guns 1 and 2? No, uh, Forgive. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, that was, a, that was a, you know, Thanksgiving. You, you, you guys think Unforgiven, but Unforgiven wasn't a, a blockbuster. It was just really popular. It won Best Picture. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so, so did The King's Speech, and that was not a summer blockbuster. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> you just I remember watched, it for being good. I watched yeah. Cowboys and Aliens. <laughs> I thoroughly liked it because I, I was worried that at some point it was going to go 30 minutes into the film – Bam! All of a sudden, it's just a alien, just film. a sci-fi, exactly. right? That's exactly. but that's yes. what I think people were expecting. But it really it it held on to its western roots throughout the whole movie. Okay, that's Dave. good though. That's okay, good. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Dave, let's hear real quickly your review on it. 
Um, fully positive because I'm again like you. I'm a huge Western guy. I mean, I loved The Unforgiven, 310 to Yuma. There's some really great uh, westerns. Maybe you guys haven't heard of. I bet people down in Australia know what I'm talking about. Proposition, oh. great movie. <laughs> wow, great The movie. Three Amigos. <laughs> <laughs> Classic western. Yeah. Okay, my favorite line of The Three Amigos. Here it comes. Would you say? That I have a plethora of piñatas and guapas. Charlie, are gringos falling from the sky? No, man. It's all, about, it's all about that scene where the three of them are in bed and they're talking about what they're going to do with the money. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. well, I'm going to start a, a, yeah. a thing for, for damaged children and orphans. Like, well, yeah, I mean, of course, I'll do that <laughs> first. Uh, this is after. Cordell, Cordell. So let's say, what, what was uh, your review on Cowboys and Aliens? Um, like Dave, I really enjoyed it. I'm not a huge Western fan, but I understood what the movie was about and how it went about being made. And I really appreciate that. I appreciate that he went the Western route instead of the monster movie route. Right. Um, and I, I, I liked it. I'll watch it again. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's got Han Solo, man. Did he that's, run? That's, man, like, Han Solo. Oh. I mean, he was in the movie. Harrison Ford played Harrison Ford. Yeah, you know? Well. And he, he wasn't bad. well. I don't. He's not very memorable. Was he like Chewy? <laughs> okay, here's, Chewy. Yeah, he's like, mostly grumpy. He's grumpy, like, angry. Is he, is uh, he? Here's my son. I'm gonna take of, a, aliens. A, <laughs> get off my plane. A very good friend of mine um, was married to his son, and uh, they're divorced now, but they have a child together. So is her son. Wait a second. You gotta rephrase this. A very good movie. I mean, a very good friend of mine is was married, married to her his son to Hansel. I mean Harrison Ford's <laughs> Harrison Ford's son. Okay. And um, I won't name any names. And uh, she's a good friend of mine. And uh, um, um, she told me years ago that uh, Harrison Ford has a dog named Chewy. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. I so believe here, it. Back to the, here's here's a situation. Uh, let's use Cowboys and Aliens. Um, um, and the same weekend as that. My premiere, dog has a white name. Uh, uh, Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> when when. Cowboys and Aliens premiered. It also premiered the same weekend as the Smurfs. Now, Ugh. talk about the fact that <laughs> you guys talk about advertisement because they ended up tying in the box office that weekend. That's actually very easy to answer. Yeah. This okay. It's really, really uh, easy. The thing about the thing about that is you can look about that. You look at the same way if you put Transformers out at the same time as Cars Two. Exactly. The that demographic you can always double. A, ki- a kids' movies ticket sales because it's not. Whereas in Cowboys and Aliens, it's just fellas that want to go see a western will go buy themselves a ticket and see a western. For the kids that want to go see the Smurfs, it's got to be their ticket and their parents' ticket. Families. Yeah. So that doubles your Families. ticket price right there. I'm sure. I'm sure mom and pop aren't crazy about seeing the Smurfs. I'm sure they'd rather go see something a little more interesting. That's going to cut into my beer money, man. That's right. Shame. It's so a complete shame. <laughs> shame. Okay. Indeed. Okay, I want to keep going on the summer movies, but I do have a, a, a commentary to make since we talked about family films. I watched one of the family films that came out recently, Cars 2, and um, I was uh, very, very upset at the fact that it's a G-rated film <laughs> because it's not. It's at least a PG rating because the kids that watch Cars, the original, are, are, are used to watching a happy-go-lucky allegory on friendship. Cheech and Chong or the car, they just... <laughs> low and slow. <laughs> but this one turned out to be a full-on spy movie with explosions and, and, and verbiage like kill McQueen. And it really bothered me. I called MPAA several times. No one responded because I wanted to get a Shocking. commentary. 
But just wanted to say that. Let's go back to the other movies. Now, was Super 8 the official kickoff to the summer blockbuster? Absolutely. That was that was day one for the summer, really. that was. That I was, don't think so. What, what I'm going to say Pirates. Oh, okay. We'll I'm going to say Pirates. pirates. Because simply, you know, pir- Pirates was, was okay in retrospect. But I think it's the beginning of the summer blockbuster season because it has all the ingredients of a summer blockbuster. <laughs> Big actors, humongous advertising. Pirate skulls were everywhere. Humongous mm-hmm. advertising and a large following. I mean, you know. But I don't think we've lost crew. We've. I don't think pirates have ended their campaign since the first movie no, started. It's they have been not. <laughs> There's supposed to be a few more of those movies. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. This is actually supposed to be the start of another trilogy. Johnny Depp has said he will play Captain Jack as long as they let him. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, he's awesome. Favorite character to play. Uh, is is he? He's not. He doesn't need the money. Yeah, no, it's just no, fun. It's just fun for him. He just loves. He just wants to wear the character. dreads, eh? <laughs> it's the eyeliner. That's what it is. It's the eyeliner. <laughs> so, um, uh, it, let's go more movies. Um, okay, Bad Teacher. Was that a blockbuster? Summer blockbuster? No. Well, the, here's the thing. Comedies rarely make the summer blockbuster list. Um, like you know, Hangover Two kind of tried to make it there because Hangover One was a, a big deal. But only they only really reach the blockbuster area if they've you know they've found a following early and word of mouth spreader. I was like, oh, this is so hilarious! Oh, this is so hilarious! I mean, because every movie that's released in the summer doesn't get the the blockbuster tag; it just gets you know summer movie. Gotcha. Because you can release a comedy any time during the year and you know ha- still have people go. See, ladies and gentlemen, you people are learning here. We we, we I had no idea. To inform <laughs> and entertain, or at the very least, make you kiss the person next to you. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna move my chair over a little bit. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the V. Final. You notice Jose put Jackie Casas way over there, <laughs> way away over from there. everybody. Away. <laughs> Don't want anybody to kiss her. <laughs> we respect Jackie. Jackie, feel free to chime in anytime. Tell your friend to call us. She says that she's in front of him, and um, that would be all the more reason. Yeah. <laughs> See, all you gotta do, all the gotta boys, do the boys, go ahead, ring, ring him up, ring him up, put the t- put the I phone on the table. She says it's not good news. Oh, not doing well. Then does she have his number? <laughs> we'll call him. No, really, really. I was like, is it really that bad? And she said, let's just say pictures are deceiving. Okay, have him. Have He's got oh, angles. Sh- okay. <laughs> Okay, here's the deal. You said you were six one. <laughs> Strobe lights lie, man. Strobe lights lie. <laughs> Kanye West told the truth. <laughs> Tell her to text us his number, and we'll save her. <laughs> so um, uh, let's talk about the final Harry Potter installment, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two. Numero dos. Now, Do. I gotta admit, um, I watched Harry Potter. All of them. I watched Harry Potter. <laughs> the first one, and but I didn't. But based on the trailers, uh, they seem to have gotten darker and heavier. Yes. Yeah, that's definitely true. Spe- specifically, also through the books. I mean, they started out as a kind of a a fan. Well, they, they started out for a book for an eleven year old, which was the character. And the idea, I suppose, was the the reader who is to grow is to grow with the character with, with Harry. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, and they did they. Definitely got darker and darker. I think because I think Rowling decided that you know, I she now that the first ones are really that popular, she can really do whatever she wants. She doesn't have to you know, conform herself to. What's it's because he's kids. a teenager now. They're exactly. teenagers. Yeah. And he can kill everyone in the book if she yeah. wants to. <laughs> when we're teenagers, <laughs> book, we book get five was dark. basically Catcher in the Rye with a wand. I <laughs> <laughs> complained a lot. So um, uh, so was it was it all the hype? Did it live up to the hype? Well, here's the thing. I I definitely really loved it. Um, 
especially because it's got that whole kind of finality to it. Um, but they split the movie up into two parts, and part one was really story-heavy, really exposition-heavy, and part two was just... <laughs> it climax. It was, was a two-and-a-half-hour two two climax. Yeah. <laughs> I think what, how I feel about Harry Potter is it's almost in real time. You are literally with Harry yeah. for two-and-a-half hours, and that's almost the exact yeah, amount yeah. of time he's in Hogwarts, Hogwarts doing his thing. Um, and, like, again, I thought it was, it's like... an episode of 24. Yeah, seriously. I thought it was a lot of climax... Um, what I will we say, we like terms like our climax and orgasm. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and, she and about ejaculator. ejaculator. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to fit the theme. Guys. That's right. <laughs> we love Jackie. One thing I I will say about Harry Potter is that it blew the records off the chart. Eighteen million dollars in presale. That's ridiculous. That's that's a good. That's a solid opening weekend. That's wow. ridiculous. Presale. Twelve but o'clock is, midnight showing. Eighteen million dollars. This is a this is a movie that actually fit both definitions of the summer blockbuster. It pleased the studios. It pleased the fans. Now uh, somebody chimed in. There's and asked, a there's an urban version of that. Let me Harry ask you Potter. this: <laughs> do, do you guys do you guys watch every film? No, oh, we try and hit. the We big try. Ones. We it, try. I mean, we're we're pretty well rounded. Because we have someone asking about bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. <laughs> Bridesmaids are actually really funny. Yeah, I, I, I saw that. <laughs> really funny. Yeah, the thing with comedies, take, though. You got to take the girl to something. Yeah, the thing with comedies, <laughs> though, is that comedies are very, very <laughs> subjective. So, like, one man's hangover could be another man's Ocean's Eleven, you know? Right, right. Um, so, the thing, that's why we I don't. I like that. <laughs> Trademark that. Yeah. Um, and so, that's the reason we don't really review comedies because what I think is funny could be stupid to Dave. And most yeah, of Dave's is. humor is. Ridiculous. Awesome. I <laughs> so, call it too smart. <laughs> what, yeah, whatever he says. Well, you guys don't you don't always agree on the Cineverse, do you? No, we definitely do no, not. Cordell's a philosopher. Now, let me ask you this. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a good question. Do you guys go together as a date and share uh, popcorn? A mandate? <laughs> Actually, a it's crunch. a group. It's a group. We uh, we all, we go with our cameraman, yeah, um, our directors, yeah, we all that go together. So it's actually cool. And our friend, our matching friend Nick, polos, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> matching yeah. members polo. only jackets. Yeah, we really, really do the whole thing. We try, we try <laughs> to go all together. Do you because... share your snow caps and gummy bears? <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jerks. No, my candy belongs to me. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. I have There's a question, no guys. So, does the box office total really reflect, like? the product in itself like twilight trilogy Ugh. was like made all this money and it's huge and it had comic con it has all this advertising and i've never heard a good review about it's it it's dreadful well yeah no but it's it's so specifically marketed it's so marketed to that 14 to god 20 I mean, the reason, the reason, the twi- I can tell you right now why Twilight does so well. Because, like you said, they market it to the right people. They market it to teenagers who have loose cash and nothing to do but go watch movies. You well, know? Teenagers who don't have very many bills and they have like a cell phone, that's about it. But they have loneliness. money. And mom and dad are like, yo, I want to go see Twilight, Twilight again. <laughs> and, and they also are repeat viewers. That's how movies make their money. A lot of people think it's like, oh, I just go see it one time. No, repeat viewers. This that's generation may not remember this, but this isn't the first time this happened. Titanic's a terrible movie. <laughs> it's awful. Boring. The boat yeah. sinks. Long, it's cold. Long. It's epically long. No, no, no. Hey, let me tell you, Everyone, any, any movie, pump. what's that, that guy's name on there? Leonardo DiCaprio? Any yeah. movie with that Vato one is, is just, it's, it's dreadful to me. Okay, now. here's yeah, really? the oh, man, you He's got come the, a long way, You got Departed. The, the you got Departed. Inception. Come on. No, Inception. dude. No, I'm He's sorry. come a long way since the, Titanic and, and like Romeo and Juliet. He's got a look. The problem with Titanic is that everyone knew the ending. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like, oh my god, <laughs> kind of like Passion of the Christ. They maybe what's going on. <laughs> maybe the boat will make it this time. <laughs> but it was a love story. That's what you went. Get out of here. Love story. I think we're so I'll dry. Never let go, Jack. Come on. That's there was. Jack. Oh, I got. I got I, one question. Yeah, there was enough room on that. Could door he for not two, find another door? Yeah, yeah, you know. Oh, how? Why you go sit there? You guys. You guys, please. I leave. I leave. I I do twin talk once a week so I can leave chick flicks at home. So let's leave them there, okay? Okay. I have another one. What's up with all the aliens in every movie looking the same? I saw Transformers. I swear their aliens reminded me of Battle Los Angeles and Skyline. Hey man, wait till you, wait till you What's up with watch that? the trailer for Battleship. All the trans- <laughs> the Transformers are all aliens. I, yeah, but, <laughs> I know, but they're aliens. Can I just like the little pods that came I in? I have the answer for that. I have the answer for that. It's called. It's two words. Roswell, New Mexico. <laughs> they're they they're basing it off the of fact. Based on fact. Or the Decepticons <laughs> look the same as the guys from Skyline, and then well, I, I really what really, sweetheart they don't to me. Okay, I just <laughs> want to ask you why are you watching those movies? <laughs> okay, we got to move on. We're running out of time, but let let me real quick. Captain America was that all the shit? Oh yeah, that was great. I enjoyed it. They I mean, were it, worried. It, they were worried. It, I knew it, it had his cheesy moments. Of course, most comic book movies do, but yeah. I thought it was really well done. Charlie, the X Men aren't cheesy at all, man. That shit's the. Yeah, uh, the right that there. third one doesn't Ooh. exist, so yes, you're absolutely <laughs> there, right. <laughs> there, are, there are only three X Men movies. There's uh, X Men One, Two, and First Class. So first, what class. are these other things you're mentioning? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so here's the deal. Uh, coming up, we have a couple of blockbusters. Well, summer movies. You tell me if they're blockbusters. Uh, Final Destination Five. Is that one considered a blockbuster coming up? <sighs> no, I mean uh, for me, a blockbuster is something you're going to remember five years from now. Conan the Barbarian. That. Maybe, and it depends on how well it's done. Uh, see, there's an issue with that one. That one's already got the fact that everyone knows it. Everyone, know, everyone knows Conan and the Barbarian because they all remember know. Arnold Schwarzenegger's movie. So whether it's a blockbuster now or not, people are going to remember it like people remember Planet of the Apes. You know, they remember the old 72 classic, but they, cannot, they can't remember that one without remembering well, the remake. Well, I quickly forgot the one with Matt Damon. Was it uh, Wahlberg? Or Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Yeah. That was a horrible film. Yes, it was uh, quite Let me give you a review of that Wahlberg. film. It was horrible. <laughs> What a big letdown. I mean, the best part was the credits because you could leave. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you think of Rise of the Planet of the Apes? I'm still waiting to see that one, actually. I have. And I think they, they – I can see where they put their money. They put a lot of money and into CG. CG. Um, Andy Serkis. Yeah, man, know. I love Andy Serkis. Because, there, because there's no real actors there. I mean, known actors. Is that? I mean, James Franco was in it. I mean, you got a couple other there's, there's a lot of faces. Yeah, there's a oh, lot okay. of great Franco's character in actors yeah. in there. Like, uh, I'm going to mention Brian Cox, big fan Brian of Brian Cox in it. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. right. Um, yeah, but I thought, I thought it was well done. I mean, you know, Planet of the Apes is a fantastical story to begin with. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so when you're taking on something like that, I mean, my question is, I still don't understand how all those gorillas and monkeys became into San Francisco. Real quick. Um, how did Tyrannosaurus Pat, Rex get They're liberals. They're liberals. Patty Arana chimed in. She says, uh, in regards to your question. She's about in Minnesota, alien, by the way. About your uh, uh, aliens question, Jackie. She says, it's prophetic. It, no, she says, it's prophetic, man. They've already seen them because they created them with the technology. That's why they look the same. So what do they do? Copy and paste? Or? Well, yeah, copycat killers. That's, that's called that's called cheap. I mean, I, I mean to answer like that question is the audiences they want to see a, a particular alien. You can't go too far, and you know, it's most of the aliens that we've seen are humanoid. All I want to no, know is I when don't. is ET coming back, man? I want to see different. He went ones. home, bro. He went home. 
Uh, and that's why movie. that's why when you watch the news, you see the illegal aliens from Mexico and not the ones from Canada. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Same thing. Real quick, real quick, we got to go. I want to ask you guys, as the movie geniuses that you are of the Cineverse.com, Dave Brown, what is your all-time favorite movie? Any genre, any year. Oh, God. That's... It's a tough one. That's it's it's unrealistic. I, <laughs> I, got, five, I got 500 DVDs at home. You know, just take my pick. Don't show off. Um, <laughs> well, Top of your head. Think quick. Well, I mean, you know, there's the classics. It's Godfather comes to mind. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. You know, to talk about a movie that really t- switched on my my senses in regards to what I felt made these movies so great. Uh, I was probably about what was it, seventeen, sixteen, seventeen. Oh yeah, that uh, was the senior year. That was V for Vendetta v for when Vendetta. that came out. Absolutely. So uh, that was that was like probably one of the first you, movies. You were seventeen. Back in the day, man. When that one came out, that that was the first movie to really make me understand like. So movies can be more than just entertainment. Michael Bay explosion here and there, mm-hmm. right? And some hot ladies it doing whatever. It's it's yeah. like there's a movie that will leave the theater going. Hang on, I got to see that again. Mm-hmm. The Hangover did that for me. Uh, yeah, I could. <laughs> ah, and yes. the pictures in the credits. The naked chicks like, I got to go back for that. <laughs> Usual suspects, that. actually. Usual suspects. One I want to mention. Good That's one. a big one for me. How about Cordell? What do you? What, what's your uh, big movie? Um, like Dave, I definitely say V Vendetta really changed my outlook on film. Um, but also, if I have to, if I seriously have to pick one film. Lord of the Rings. Oh, Fellowship yeah. of the Rings. Fellowship Did you guys know Fellowship. each other back then when you were 17? Oh, yeah. 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 We actually saw V Vendetta together. That's together, what yeah. I was going to ask. Yeah. Did you smoke <laughs> a doobie too or what? No, <laughs> we pounded a fifth of vodka though. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was Transformers. That was Transformers. <laughs> excuse me. Okay, there's some, there's, I'm going to, um, we're going to, we got to go real quick, but uh, um, there's a film coming out called Killing Bono. Have you heard about that? Uh, I yes. have heard of this yes. one, yeah. Killing Bono. Any idea? Any uh, you know? It hasn't come out yet. But well, I don't want to be next to him when it happens. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, Okay, Um, someone chimed in. Kill Bill. Two words. Overrated. Oh, interesting. That's a chick flick, man. Volume one. Yeah. Okay. Volume one. Maybe the last five minutes of volume two. Okay. <laughs> else I Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Cordell Crisman and Dave Brown from thecineverse.com. That's the C I N E V E R S E. Check it out. Dot com. You want to uh, plug anything or say nah, anything? You, pre- you did pretty good. I, uh, um, yeah, Nick, I will shout Nick, out. you're listening. Nick, I will shout up? out Nick Batoyan of the Batoyan family. Thank you for housing us, the Cineverse. <laughs> Joe, thanks for helping out. Ricardo so Delonte. There are our Tito Luis picture. right there. Right Tito Luis, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and Twin Dog. You guys, are, you guys are awesome. Thank Thanks. you very much. Thanks for being on our show. And uh, do you got a YouTube or something? <laughs> yeah. We do. We do. Oh, really? You can, hit, you can hit everything up. www.thecineverse.com. And there you go. Awesome. That's Ladies right. and gentlemen, thecineverse.com. Thank you very much Thanks, for being here. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And uh, stay tuned for Angels Chill Lounge. Tired of that same old talk radio? Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Kick back and listen.
To scientists and speculators, time is perceived as an operational unit of measure. To novices and philosophers, time is perceived as linear or circular. But as we bid farewell to this day, and we welcome the new, consider this. Transcend beyond the common paradigm to where time cannot be measured. It's not linear or circular. It's not measured in days or minutes. It simply is. And so are we. In this space in time, or time in space, or nothing at all, we can create. No obstacles, not limited to a calendar year or minute, no restrictions. Nothing but a space to be. Be su successful. Be creative. Be healthier. Be happy. Be love. Chill. One love. And that's another edition of Angels Chill Lounge. We thank you once again to, for joining us on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Shoo! As we broadcast live from Theo Luis's garage. Listen, guys, we really do appreciate you guys tuning in. And please friend us on Facebook on Twin Talk Show and follow us on Twitter on Twin Talk Show. Be in touch with us. We love being in touch with you all the time. And make sure you make it to the Sunset Riot Farewell Show with Run Devil Run September 3rd at Joe's Great American Bar and Grill and Los Cuates that means us we're going to be there with our custom Twin Talk with Jose photo booth so be there Shao. alright everybody tune in next week thanks so much for being with us good night Shoo.